I don't get asked this question directly, but I do kind of. So I want to talk about this. What is a cybersecurity program and why you care? Not why should you care, but why you do care. Why you care what a cybersecurity program is. So I love to tell this analogy. If I buy all the parts of a car, I buy the engine, I buy the wheels, I buy the alternator, you're gonna see I don't know much about cars past that, and I buy all those pieces, parts, and I stick them in my garage. Do I have a car? More importantly, why do I have a car? I have a car so I can get from point A to point B, right? So if I buy all the parts of a car and I stick them in my garage, am I gonna get to point B? on my feet with a bike maybe, but not with those car parts, right? And so that is the reason for a cybersecurity program. So unfortunately, cybersecurity is very much approached pieces parts. Especially you get a bunch of tech people running your programs that don't understand or don't take the time for how it all fits together. They just, ooh, we need to buy that. Ooh, we need to buy that. Ooh, I read about this. Ooh, we need to buy this. And that's the way they do it. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that because they're bringing all of those opportunities in the marketplace to you. However, if you're not running your cybersecurity program overall, if you've got tech guy over here just buying whatever thing he thinks is cool and, oh, yeah, we're protected because I bought these three tools, that is not running a cybersecurity program. That is basically buying the parts of a car and sticking them in the garage and expecting that you're it's going to get you to where you need to go and be on time for your appointment. That's unrealistic. That's ridiculous. And then when you get hacked and something happens, well, I, I thought we bought these tools. I thought we were good. Yeah, but we didn't keep track of our assets. We didn't train our people. We didn't monitor anything. We didn't deal with alerts. We didn't remediate. We didn't do pen tests. We didn't do any of this other stuff. We just, we just thought this stuff was cool. And we listened to the salespeople who told us it would take care of everything. And we stuck it in the garage and then we're surprised when we went to go try to get to our appointment that we weren't going to get there. And so that's the value of a cybersecurity program. You really want to design your program overall. It is a risk-based program that supports your business function. And so you, you want to understand what your risk is. That's risk identification. What are the risks to our organization, specifically from a technological and from a security perspective? What are those risks? What do we have that's a problem? And you want to do this holistic approach. It doesn't have to be exhaustive and take you 10 years to do it, but but make it iterative. Start somewhere. Do it. Get it, you know, get the processes in place and then you just build and, and grow with it over time. But what are our key risks? Like that's rule number step number one. Then once we understand that across the organization, okay, what do we we already have in place that's helping us with these higher risks you know you're not you're not doing the whole list you're really just focusing on the top of the list well what do we already have in place so a key risk for example would be data loss okay great well what do we already do to help prevent against data loss oh we have a backup strategy. Great backup strategy. That helps with that risk. Do we need to do anything else? Is the risk still high? Well, yeah, we, we do our backups downstairs and we kind of just keep the tapes next to the, not that anybody does backups on tapes anymore, but we just keep the, the tapes next to the server. So yeah, oh, okay. Well, risk is not really good. We probably should send those tapes or maybe we'll do a cloud backup solution. So that way we take care of both of it. We do the backup and we ship it off. Do we encrypt the backup. Oh no, we don't really do that. Okay, well then there's still exposure over there. It's a different risk. It's risk that our data would be exposed. Oh, well, they could they could get our backup, if, especially if we send it out there in the cloud and we, and we fail to encrypt it. So 
there's control. So you see how you put together this whole map. You don't just go buy a bunch of tools just because somebody says, hey, we need to go do these, or you hire somebody, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got to buy all this stuff. That, that stuff's probably good. I mean, there's value to it, but what does it really mitigate? What is it really supporting? And then if you are in a company that has endless funds, then go buy all the tools. Do it. Buy them all. There's really cool stuff out there like and, and things are amping up daily and it's amazing some of the cybersecurity offerings out there in the marketplace but if you're not an endless funds company where you have to manage your budget manage your resources then you really want to take this business focused risk-based approach to figure out okay what do we really need to get into place and then so many of these things are now cloud offerings they're you know solutions that you can buy there's managed service there's so many different different ways to slice and dice this that you can find something that fits your budget mitigates the risk maybe down to a level maybe not as low as you might like it and that's okay bring it down a little bit what you can afford get it in place as you continue to grow expand or your risk posture changes you could throw more at it you know it's a it's a layered approach right and so that's the approach you want to take with all of this security stuff your risk will never be zero it's unrealistic it just it doesn't happen it, you're just trying to stay ahead of things and you're just trying to to bring them down but you're doing it from a holistic program level to make sure all the pieces parts are covered the other thing is if you don't look at it from a program level here's what happens I see this all the time we'll go back to the analogy of the car parts so some tech person says "Ooh, I bought this engine and it's a Corvette engine this is awesome this is exactly what we need we need to pay for this engine it is a Corvette engine great i only have to go two miles to get to my point b do i need a corvette engine is that a requirement oh and by the way you forgot the steering wheel and now that you bought the corvette engine we can't afford the steering wheel so is it going to get me to point b no it's not and this is the other reason why you manage your program overall because resources are fixed money is fixed time is fixed people are fixed all of it's fixed. And so how are you going to spend it? How are you going to divvy it up, slice it up? If you can afford to buy a Corvette engine to go two miles, yay you. Most companies, that's not the reality. Most companies, you know, the Toyota engine, four-cylinder will be just fine to get them two miles down the road. And maybe they can build upon it later. But don't forget the steering wheel because you got to have the steering wheel because it's not a straight line to get to where I need to go. And so it's very important that you think through these aspects. And so often I see companies, they'll buy these tools, they'll put these processes into place, but then they'll forget key elements like they'll do, um, you know, they'll antivirus, for example. Yes, you put antivirus out there. That's great. Okay, but then they don't keep track of their inventory and they don't know what assets they have and they have no discovery tool and they have no onboarding practices and they have no central repository of assets. So it's great that you push antivirus out there, but what about the computers you don't know about? Are you, does, do they have antivirus? Are you monitoring for those? And so it becomes, you know, these controls fit together. The program comes together overall. Some of them are processes. Some of them are technical controls. Some of them are administrative controls. Some of them are training. Some of it is tool purchases. It's all over the place. And so it really is this kind of strategic business-focused design of what is our risk in the cybersecurity space? What do we already have and where does that bring us to? Now, these areas that we're not happy with where the risk is, what are our options? Maybe not to bring it down to low, but at least to move the needle. What are our options that fit into our budget, 
that fit into the resources we have to manage these things and 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 then go from there and so that is why you care about a cybersecurity program it is not just throwing pieces parts at it and hoping out pops a car that gets you to point b because let's let's face it having the car is not the objective it's the mechanism to get to point B. Point B is my objective, not the car. And so unfortunately, a lot of times the focus becomes on the car and the focus becomes on the technology. And it's not, the business has the objective of getting to point B. So we need to keep the business's objectives in focus. And the car is a mechanism to accomplish that objective. Mm -hmm.